Hi, guys. Welcome back to Enlightened and Annoyed with Alice Saltzman. Website, atawithalice.com, A-T-H-A with Alice.com. Ata translates to right here, right now. Today, we are going to explore death, the occult, lies, and figuring out what's important in our lives. And I can't wait to share with you my fascination of the United States Pluto return. Maybe or will we find out secrets that have never been revealed to us? So the United States Pluto return. Pluto return happens every 246 to 248 years approximately. So what is a Pluto return? It's a death and rebirth. And we are also in eclipse season. And what do eclipses do right now? We're in eclipse season. The first one is tomorrow of three. And eclipses basically eclipse. They take out. So we may see more death. They take them out. It's death. It's darkness. So the Pluto return is darkness. It's shadow. We're at a crossroads to make a great change. So not to instill fear in anybody like, oh my God, the United States in 2022 is going to go through a Pluto return to 2024. No, 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 no. And other countries have gone through Pluto returns, Rome, Portugal, France, England, they're, they're all still here and they're all still eating good food and everything's fine. But you know what? For the United States, we're like a teenager. It's time for us to grow up, relate to power maturely. I have been listening to probably a dozen different astrologers the past year and a half, two years since uh, the COVID thing started to happen. When we got into lockdown, I became fascinated more so that I was home. I had the time to start to listen to a whole bunch of these astrologers more, more regularly. And just recently, I listened to a podcast with four different astrologers talking about the Pluto return. And Divine Harmony said, it's time for us to grow up to and relate to power maturely. She said, it's going to be the rise of feminine energy, um, return to mother, what we contribute to the collective. Michael Bryan said, it may be the time of rebellion. Adam Gainsburg was saying, Pluto's shadow, underlying consciousness. He was saying, it's suppression of ourselves, awakened to our eternal life force, surrendering with wise eyes wide open, using our healing gifts, discovering our ability to manage life, taking the long view to be strong in failure and loss. And I want to talk about our healing gifts because right now more than ever, we need to really pay attention to what we have learned in the past year and a half about what's important to us. How many people have not gone back to the office and never, ever will, even though they were offered to come back to their offices, decided if they could do their jobs from home and still get paid and do exactly what they were doing, traveling to work, in traffic, leaving their kids, leaving their families, blah, 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 you know, having to live in a city that they hated and then realizing, you know what? I don't have to live in a city in an apartment in a rat race. I don't have to drive in traffic. I don't have to take the train. If I could do my job from my own home and still do what I was doing from an office, what's important to us right now? Is it your family? Is it your pets? Is it, you know, managing your health in a way where you're eating 
better food and fresh fruits and vegetables that you don't have to stop at the local deli and get something prepared or bring a frozen lean cuisine to work because that's all the time you had. So figuring out what's important to us, um, really important right now, taking the long view, not to fear our own loss of control, but fullness to be human, to be a human being first. So to be a human being first. And I want to talk about that in, in terms of what's going on with the political unrest. There's so much hatred in the world right now. If we could just learn to be human and accept that others have a different point of view than we do, and it's okay. But I mean, my whole life, and I'm 60 years old, there's been tons of people that went to different churches. Somebody went to a Catholic church. Somebody went to a Protestant church. Somebody went to this thing. Somebody went to the temple. So we all had different views. Some you were you were Democrat, uh, whatever. Uh, you were a Republican. You I'm a liberal. Blah 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 blah. It, it was totally okay to have a different point of view and not beat the fuck out of somebody or kill them because they didn't believe in what you believed. I mean, granted, that's been going on for generations. But it's become so crazy, like, oh, I'm going to, you know, mow you down because you don't think like I think. Or, you know, you're an asshole because you're not believing what I believe in. That's bullshit. We, you know, to be a human being first, willing to be wrong about ourselves and the world, our beliefs about the world that maybe were never true. Maybe we find out in this Pluto return during 2022 to 2024, maybe we find out that this whole 200 years or 200 some odd years of this United States of America, maybe we find out that our forefathers were just doing some sort of experiment and we've been lied to for the past 200 and some odd years. Imagine that we just find out that this whole thing was a sham and we've been following some experiment. I mean, who knows? Who knows? Rick Levine said, um, Pluto is the unknown, the entity, ashes, ruins, destruction, death, rebirth, metamorphosis. You know, he says, our nation is not a nation of truth tellers. It's been repressed, suppressed. He says, we talk a big game, but we're insecure. So we're going to learn about things from other dimensions leaking into our dimension. All of these um, astrologers that I've been listening to, Bracca Goldsmith, Pam Gregory, Molly McCord, and many others have all been talking about the Pleiadians and artificial intelligence, AI. And we've all been hearing so much about AI. And now, you know, also, well, you know, during this Pluto return, so we're going to see death and rebirth. So um, maybe we find out we, we move into, you know, crypto or we find out a whole new way of, you know, exchanging money. Is money going to be money? It's going to maybe going to be something else, An another form of currency. So I want to also tie this in to Shiva from the yoga philosophy, yoga history, yoga mythology. Shiva is one of the major godheads, and Shiva is the lord of destruction, but he destroys to make new again. So he's death and rebirth. He has four arms. Now, one hand holds the flames of destruction because he obviously has to destroy some ways. He destroys, he burns them. The other hand holds the Damaru drum. The Damaru drum represents the folding of space-time because time folds upon itself. But each time the drum beats, it's another age in time. And we are moving into another age in time. One hand presses fear away in a baya, 
And the other arm navigates our way through the field of ignorance, taking us from the unreal to the real, from life to death, from death into life everlasting. Shiva also has one foot standing on a cheeky little dwarf to remind him that not all humans are what they're cracked up to be. So he has that foot standing on that cheeky little dwarf because there are plenty of humans who are full of shit, full of baloney, that lie, lie, lie. And what if we found out that we've been lied to? In the Bhagavad Gita, it's the war with the with the self, the ego self. It's basically Arjuna and Krishna on the battlefield. And, and, and Krishna is his charioteer, Arjuna's charioteer, but he doesn't know that Krishna is a major godhead. And he's like, Krishna, I, I can't, I can't. And Krishna's like, just do your dharma, just do your duty. You're a warrior. You're here to fight. It doesn't matter that you're fighting your family. You know, he was fighting uncles and cousins who were the bad guys. But it was, it was like he had to make peace with himself that this was his job to do in this life. What is our job as human beings in this lifetime? Is it the job that we've been doing maybe the past 20, 30 years, or some of you are young, or maybe some of you are older and been doing it for 30 or 40 years? Is that our job? Or is it to figure out what it is that we're here for? You know, this emotional health. I, I, I constantly talk about our physical health, you know, building the immune system, this, that, and the other thing. But what is it that is going to bring peace to our lives and maybe help to heal others? I say this all the time. I truly believe each one of us is here to help not just heal ourselves, but to help heal others. I believe this is our karma here, right here, right now on this earth. Uh, again, the word ata, right here, right now. I believe all of us that are here right now have made some sort of pact to be here right now in this crazy time. And that we have something we've got to figure out that we can offer ourselves and each other to keep our emotional health balanced, to keep our physical health healthy, to, to just keep everything in check during these times of unrest. And in yoga philosophy, um, within the yoga sutras, we talk about the kleshas. And the kleshas are these five hurdles or five obstacles we need to overcome in order to reach Kavalya independence, moksha, liberation, ananda bliss. And the kleshas, the reason I want to talk about them is because Again, they include the ego. The first klesha is ignorance. It's called avidya, no vision. And ignorance causes wars. So we want to remove the ignorance. We want to be able to see. We want to get rid of the ignorance and be, have vision. The next one is the ego, and it's asmita. And the ego wants what it wants when it wants it. It doesn't care who's in its way. It's like a spoiled kid pointing the finger. It's always the other guy. It's never us. Well, maybe if it, maybe it was us. Maybe it was. Maybe we are getting in our own way. So the ego, to crush the ego, the ego is full of baloney. And the next glacier, because there's five of them, is attachments. They're called ragas. And attachments, to realize what it is we're attached to, that means absolutely nothing. So because, you know, at the end of the day, we need to have a roof over our heads. 
warm water, hot water, whatever it is, and food to eat in order to remain okay on this planet. We really need to simplify what is it that is truly important to us to let go of our attachments that are just nonsense. And the fourth one is hatreds. And why I get back to hatreds again, because there's so much freaking hate. Like, you know, there, there's always going to be somebody who, who hates everybody, but you know what? It's usually those crazy people that hate so bad that are batshit crazy. You know, I truly believe that most humans are good and they don't learn to hate. You know, we were born, we don't hate when we come out of the womb. You know, you, you know, if everybody acted like a puppy or a child, they don't hate, you know, children don't see color. They don't see, you know, opinions. They're just, oh, you want to play with me? Okay. I mean, so to, to release the hatreds and, you know, to embrace that we're really like a loving, we're, we're loving creatures. You know, we want to have friends. We want to play. And the last Clacia, the last obstacle we need to overcome is clinging to bodily life and our fear of death. And that's called Abini Vesha. Um, that, you know, the only guarantee in this life from the moment we are thrown out of the womb is death and taxes, pretty much. I mean, that's it. We, we're, you know, we're going to live, but however long we live, that's how long we live. Well, do we choose how long we live? I often wondered that. This week, this past week, um, uh, I lost my mother-in-law and I, tr I always, every time somebody dies that's close to me, I often wonder, did they choose when they died? Like, did they say, okay, you know, she was really, really healthy, healthy, healthy until just a number of weeks ago when her, her health started to fail. She had, she had, she contracted COVID and then got better from COVID, then broke a hip. And then from the broken hip, she had this, um, this, this hemorrhage thing, um, that happened. But I often wondered, did she hold off on that until she said, you know what? I can't live my life the way I'd like to. I'm no longer healthy enough to do what I want to do. I'm checking out. I often wonder about people who just all of a sudden either drop dead of heart attacks or, you know, strokes or things like that. My fascination with the occult, with, you know, the esoteric, with, things that are so often not, not really explained to us. We question them, but we don't always know. And I truly believe that sometimes there, we do know. Sometimes we are in tune. Like, I don't know if you've ever had a meditation where you maybe went to another realm or you ever time traveled in a dream. I believe that now we're in a time for every one of us to pay attention to what's important to us right here, right now. What have you been spending your money on the past year, year and a half? Again, for me, it's been, you know, herbs, vitamins, minerals, and really high quality food. For me, it's been really paying attention to my health so I can get through this as strong and healthy and just be clear. I mean, getting enough sleep, and I talk about this all the time, I don't want to be preachy, but what's your fascination with? And my fascination with the USA Pluto return, which I am not done talking about, I want to thank you for listening, and stay healthy. Bye for now.